Kiora Koto, we're Jen and Jane, co-founders and online business coaches at Jen and Jane's Excellent Adventure. And this is your Excellent Adventure podcast. We're on a mission to help women strengthen their relationship with money, boundaries, and owning their CEO space. In this podcast, we'll dive deep into business strategies, mindset, and truth-telling about the areas of business ownership we rarely speak out loud. You'll find lots of swearing, lots of laughter, tips and tricks, and insightful coaching questions. And you'll leave feeling confident to tackle the roller coaster that is business. We're so glad you're here. We've all pushed through at some point in our lives, and the past few years have shown that we cannot keep going and going and not expect to break down. If you consistently ignore that voice that's giving you clear warnings, and you want to learn some new ways to slow your thoughts in mind, then this episode is for you. Welcome, and Kia ora welcome to your excellent adventure. Why Hello. do we continue to think that we can start from fucks? Burnt out, over it, exhausted, not giving ourselves a healthy starting point in our business. As humans, we expect ourselves to be able to keep going, or just start with wherever we're at, and go and why do we never listen to ourselves when we should just stop jennifer i'm going to say jennifer every time we start because i love it it's like i'm telling you all give us a time when we started from fucked and we were so far from admitting it that's such a good question and just for people to know i don't prep myself for this question ever so this is the first time i hear it it takes me a minute to sort it out so a time we started from fucked And we were so far from admitting it. (laughs) I just love that question in general. I would say, oh God, I know. Oh God. We did a two-day launch boot camp and we did not prepare, prep, understand the levels of work we had to do. And we absolutely started from fucked because we assumed so much. We assumed that it wouldn't take very long. We assumed just because we were repurposing some of our destination launch group coaching program content, that it would be easy. We assumed because we've launched so many times that it would be fine, but we absolutely started from fucked and we did not admitted at first, we just kept pushing through, kept going and kept going. And then afterwards, after that two day boot camp, we both were like, oh my God, my God, never, ever again, because we literally started from fucked. That's, oh, that's still a fresh wound. <laughs> it is a fresh wound. And I want to add a caveat that we 110% showed up. We 110% gave it everything. We 110% got amazing feedback about it. But the amount of work that that took, I think that was a really good example of us having an idea and just going, let's just do it as another thing. And then we started to do the work and then we were like messaging each other going, oh my God. And we were really tired, eh? We were really tired. Your eyeballs, because did you lose your glasses around that time? No. Or did you lose? Oh, yes, I did. And then you got a slight RSI in your wrist. (laughs) You were like, I was really worried about you going, are you all right? Can you stop typing, please? And Canva lost all my slides, so I had to redo 70 fucking presentation slides. And I was at a coffee shop 
doing the work and I had my phone set up to just document and it caught me when I realized that it didn't save, it didn't save anywhere. Cause usually you can see previous history. Nah, gone. Done. Nah, baby. Gone. <sighs> yeah. Good times. Love it. Good times. Love rock and roll. I know. <laughs> so what did we learn? What did you learn from that? Maybe a big takeaway that you won't ever do again. Never assume just because you have things in that you've already done that you can use or repurpose. Never assume that you can do it in a short amount of time because we'd never done a boot camp before. Yeah. And we did not give ourselves enough of lead up time to fully understand what was needed to prepare, but also to run a boot camp. So all of the things that needed to be involved for two full days of a boot camp. That was a massive, massive lesson learned because we gave ourselves like two weeks. Oh, the things you learn when you're young. Oh, it was mm. only a few months ago. Yes, lots of learning there. So you were at my house and we were watching the bear. So if anybody has not seen the bear, you need to watch the bear. And if you have seen the bear, you'll be nodding furiously because I've not met anybody who hasn't liked that series yet. And I've talked to a lot of people about it. And there's a line in it that says you can't start from fucked. And me and Jen looked at each other and just like, oh my God, we laughed a lot during lots of those episodes. But that statement encompasses so much about business that we believe so wholeheartedly. I have this whirlwind image in my head of a Tasmanian devil just trying all the things and whirling around and having no systems and just going, let's just start a business. Woo! Throw it out there. See what happens. And starting from that place of basically fucked. Pure chaos. Yeah. Pure chaos. But also not putting yourself in a position to start a business or a project or a new client in a good position. There is that hustle culture. We'll talk about this quite a lot, but the whole, you've got to work harder. You've got to earn your spot. You've got to earn your success and you've got to bleed and cry and end up in the hospital because of exhaustion. But in reality, starting from fucked is exactly what it sounds like. You are not allowing yourself to start from a place of peace, from a healthy starting point, a good mindset starting point, you are literally fucking yourself from moment one. <laughs> moment one, because you yeah. think that you've got to earn it and you've got to suffer and it has to be painful. When in reality, it doesn't. All you're doing is you're basically on the path to burnout. You have decided I'm not going to start my business with any money or I'm going to try and do a new project with 14 minutes available every week and I'm going to start another business even though the business <laughs> I have right now isn't going. And doing that is straight shot shortcut to burnout. Burnout city population you. Oh my God, there's another t-shirt or a mug. See, I'm always about the merch. When I worked in social services, lots of people who work, so in the family violence sector, social workers, support workers, NGO workers are renowned for burnout, renowned for it because they go hard, the work's tough, they don't ever look after themselves. And we used to talk about a thing called brownout. So brownout is the stage before burnout. It's where your body is starting to tell you that, 
you. There are a few little things that are starting to occur. And I think you can also have that in a business sense. Your business can start browning out. There's no money in the bank. You're starting loads of new projects. You're fucking shits everywhere. You're starting one thing and then giving up on that and starting another and and not listening actually to those little signs that are leading you to whether burnout's going to be in six months time imminent, like it's going to be this (laughs) afternoon or it's going to be coming in a year's time or whatever. But brownout is a really, really good way of your body nudging you. But actually we want people to be before that, the steps before that comes and there are lots of things that can nudge us in that yeah prevention prevention is important it's crucial for anything in life not just in business because prevention means that you can prevent something from happening and we suck at this as humans we're terrible at prevention as much as the surgeon warnings and the disclaimers <laughs> and all of the terms and conditions and all of the advice and all of the warnings, we still click, I accept these terms and conditions <laughs> without reading them, <laughs> without reading, without contemplating where we are starting from when we want to do something. We are always at the point of, I can do this. Yep no self-awareness whatsoever, haven't checked in with yourself in a while, and then you expect massive results to happen. And one of the things that I see with wanting to start new things, add on new things, is the lack of self-awareness of, like you said, Jane, of the brownout stage or the burnout stage and thinking that you can continue on, that you can push through and disregarding those those massive warning signs that either your brain or your body or people or the environment is telling you and just continuing on. And that could be continuing on to start a new project, to start a business with zero dollars in your bank account, to wanting to add on an, an online course and you've got no money or no time to add to it. It's being very self-aware of not only the time that you have available, the energy you have available, but being self-aware of whether or not your mind and body can do it. Yeah, totally. I also think we don't listen to ourselves enough. We usually take on that thing where we think, I'm going to be letting somebody down. Adding on more and more and more is, is being successful Everybody else is doing it, so that's the way that I should do it. I love that thing about online. You see 5% of someone's day and you think it's 100%. There's so many things that go into a day where we have to sit and consider, is this the way that I want to do it? And if not, what is the other alternative for me? And leaning into that thing of, I don't want it to be like that. I want it to be like Mm -hmm. this. We really, really don't listen to ourselves at all. And we start from a place of, I know I used to do it like that and it really didn't work for me, but I'm just going to keep going because surely if I do it over and over, it'll it'll turn into this thing that'll be fine when it really will. Yep. Doing the same thing over and expecting different results. That's the definition of insanity. And yep. the, the thing that we've learned from the launch bootcamp that we did was we did not define how we wanted to feel afterwards. We didn't define 
any aspect of how we felt before either where we were starting. So we didn't have a starting point of we can do this. We had a starting point of we have to do this. Yeah, We have to do something to have money coming in. And we did not stop and allow ourselves to say, is two five hour days in a boot camp really what we want to do for this program? When we both were tired, our lead in was two weeks and we were coming from that. We needed money to come in. Yeah. I mean, we had a good time. We had an awesome time when we did it and it was fucking epic. Like Jane said, but the aftermath as well, I was exhausted. Yeah, exhausted. I I think a really good thing, though, that came from that for me was it cemented the fact that I love creating community over a longer period of time. We're very good at creating communities that thrive together over a long period of time. So that two days of a boot camp was was awesome. And the women were awesome. And we had some really good conversations. But there was no place for people to create that hardcore community where they traveled mm. through something over a longer time. And we do eight week or we do four month or we do whatever. There's a real connection and a community that's built through that that we absolutely find joy in. So I think for us, it was a, actually a really good opportunity for us to go, you know what? That's not how we like working. Some people love doing those things. But for me personally, not the thing that I want to do in the no. future. No, because we were on the floor. Like we were on the <laughs> floor by the end of it. Half an hour to go. And I'm like, I need a glass of wine or something. Oh, my God. So we're coming to the end of the year. What do we see happening? Everybody has started to see those posts that come out it's 14 hours to christmas you've got this many weeks you can do all this stuff which inevitably creates overwhelm because it creates people to go oh my god how much more stuff can i get done before the end of the year what do we see happening when those things start to come out oh well just yeah panic pure panic and again not having any self-awareness as to what they are capable of. We are very influenced by the environment in which we put ourselves in, whether it's in person or online. And when you cannot disassociate yourself or disconnect from those posts, you are fed millions of messages today. And when we take on those messages to heart all the time, our emotions are heightened to the max. Imagine watching or reading all these posts and believing all the posts all at the same time. Of course, it's going to be absolute chaos internally. Your mind is going to be exploding every five seconds because you think you're behind. You think you've got to do all this stuff. You're comparing yourself to people online that you're not doing enough. You've got to put out a sale as well. You've got to pile on the projects. You've got to do 75 new things before the end of the year. When in reality, it's more of what is priority and what is not. That's it. What we start doing is we start piling on the shame of, I haven't done this. I've not done that. Oh my God. Surely I only wrote these goals a month ago and January was like a hundred years ago. Mm. And we start to pile on the shame. Nobody works from a place of shame. Never works. We don't exercise from a place of shame. We don't change our 
healthy habits from a place of shame. We do not change our businesses from a place of shame. What we have to do is start to think about what is priority for me and my business to get done before the end of the year. And is that possible? Are those goals that I set myself still possible with the amount of time we still got left? And if not, then we have to step back from the feeling of, oh my God, I did it again. I didn't Mm. get all this stuff done. And adding more and more and more to that already huge pile and thinking those to-do lists are ever going to disappear or ever going to be done. We're just lying to ourselves. We're absolutely lying to ourselves. Mm. And this is the time of the year where everyone's boundaries go out the window. All I think of as a visual is a dam and it is the door that's holding all the water back. The boundaries are. And the moment you let those boundaries slip, you're flooded with messages from you being needed left, right, and center from everyone. And it becomes overwhelming because you have not kept your established boundaries for your clients, for your friends, for your family. And you've just let everything infiltrate your schedule, your time. And of course, the end of the year is going to feel massive and overwhelming because you have not kept your boundaries up, because you haven't allowed yourself to keep operating in the best way you know how and having those moments of self-check in saying, do I need to do this? Is this priority? Is this client's emergency my emergency? No, it is not. Yeah. And uh, again, giving yourself permission to say no, you get to say no. And the holidays for some reason, fuck every year, people just love to love to panic. And do you know what I do? A simple thing that I do. I do not subscribe to it. I do not subscribe to the hecticness, to the panic, to the overwhelm. I disassociate myself with anything that tries to tell me that I have to add on 14 Black Friday sales or having to have all of my 2023 planned by December internally. I'm like, yeah, that'd be awesome. However, how many times have we got to this point in October, November, December where everybody is inching to the end of the year and they're burnt the fuck out. When are we going to learn? Yeah, totally. I was thinking about this the other day. I love how you said that unsubscribe thing. I've noticed in myself, I've started to fall down the rabbit hole of looking at social media. I found that I started looking at the Kardashian stuff. Now, I don't subscribe. I hate that family. Like, I'll actively put it out there. I think, like, whatever you do, do. But I just think there's so many things that are just so wrong. And this is my personal opinion. But I've started to look at it because it's like a car crash. You can't look away. (laughs) And there's a reason why they've created this billion-dollar empire. And I noticed the other day that I was just going to have a look. Mm. And I caught myself having these thoughts not even comparison, just kind of the thoughts that are fleeting. There was was just something that I managed in my brain to connect it to looking at these pages that make me feel like shit. Mm. I have to unsubscribe to this habit that I have created where I go and look at famous people's Instagram and then the thoughts start. Mm -hmm. So I have to put a breaker in that behavior and that habit that I've now created I've started to delete my Instagram after I finished doing stuff on it that I needed to. Delete it, put my phone on the other side of the room. And last night I looked at nothing and watched TV and then went and read my book. And I felt a bazillion dollars. That Mm -hmm. made me feel like a million dollars. Because I'd said, I am not 
going to subscribe to this thing that makes me feel like shit. I'm not doing it anymore. There are things out there that we can actively actually say to ourselves, what is it I do not want to subscribe to before the end of the year? Mm-hmm. What are those things that, that don't make me feel good or that create overwhelm or that send me off in a spin and a panic so that I do these things that I did last year and the year before and the year before? And one of the things that I think is actually a really good thing to look at is goals. Not goals that you set yourself in January, but actually goals that you can set yourself in November for just November or mm-hmm. just till the end of the year that are nothing to do with all these things I had set myself on January 1st to get done by the end of the year, but that just allow us to zoom right in about what it is that's priority right now and how that can make me feel like I'm getting some things done that are aligned with what it is that I want. Our first episode is about simplifying things and the end of the year, we know, we fucking know we are not mentally available. We have checked out November. I think Christmas parties start happening and we do this every year where we think we can pile on the stuff and then we feel bad about it. It doesn't get done. It gets pushed to the next year. And then what do we do? We think, oh, I'm going to rest over the holidays and I'm going to come back fresh <laughs> and I'm going to be one with the earth and I'm going to be new year, new me. And then you start from fuck anyways, because you have not changed. And you think taking a break over the holidays is going to solve your business problems. Rest is not the solution. The solution is self-awareness to the point where you stop putting shit on your to-do list that you can't do properly because you are starting from a very fucked position of whether you're burnt out or don't have the money, don't have the time. And goals are such a great way to reel you back in to reality, to reel you back into what's actually going on in your life and reflecting regularly to show you where you're at. And adjusting, like giving yourself permission to adjust those goals, to adjust your time, your energy, whatever you need to, in order to finish the year on a high note. And when I say a high note, I don't mean everything's ticked off your list. I mean that you are going into your holiday without needing to rest, without needing to live on your couch for three weeks and binge Netflix so that you can actually enjoy your holidays. You do not have to crash and burn every single year in December. You have the opportunity and actually the responsibility to sort that out because crashing and burning every single year is unhealthy. It's not a good way to run a business. And that's how people then end up in the hospital. That's how people get Alzheimer's from lack of sleep. We're not doing nice things to ourselves when We're just waiting to the end of the year to burn out. Like I know so many people right now. I see it in their eyes. They're just done. A big thing that I learned that was an absolute game changer for me was that thing of I don't have to wait till the start of a year or the start of a month to change things. Mm. I can change things today. I can say that goal that I set myself, I don't have to absolutely burn myself out till I finish on December, whatever. And then start again on January 1st. I can actually do that stuff now. You're thinking, oh, I have to wait until next year to make all these new changes. Like you said, new year, new me. You absolutely don't have to. You can start auditing and reflecting regularly tomorrow afternoon. 
you can take yourself off for a coffee or over your breakfast or when your kids have been dropped off. You can set aside 10 minutes of time tomorrow to actually just think. You don't even have to write anything. You can just think, what was it this month that was really hard? What was it this month that absolutely exhausted me? What was it this month that I want to do more of? What was it this month that I said yes to and I actually should have said no to? Or that I said no to and really I could have said yes to? What are those things that you can actually reflect on right now that just allows you to start to connect with what's going on in your head and your body about your business? Mm. So not wait until the end of the year or the start of next year to do your vision for next year. You can start some of those things like absolutely today, tomorrow, mm-hmm. next week. Yep. And assuming, again, assuming that you're going to come into the new year refreshed after only maybe a week, two weeks, three weeks of rest is also another way of starting from fucked because you haven't addressed the root cause, which is you're either doing too much in your business, you aren't managing your time, you don't have goals you have no direction. There is a root cause for something else other than just needing rest. And this is something that will obviously repeat until we die or we change. (laughs) And and I know that sounds quite morbid, but it's true. Until we have a massive change or that hunger for change, like Jane likes to say, nothing's going to move. So getting help is really important when you feel yourself moving towards burnout or starting from fucked, because it's not a way in which you can sustainably run your business, sustainably have awesome relationships outside of work to be a part of your community, to have a hobby. All of those things go out the window when you are exhausted. Getting help is, I think, one of the most important things, regardless if it's in business, is just getting help in life. And what does that getting help mean to you? Or what does getting help look like to you? Again, being able to define what you need to clarify what you need is the first step in allowing yourself to ask for help because that's a big hurdle, isn't it, Jane? People that say, oh, I'm struggling in business or blah, blah, blah. And then you say, okay, well, what is it? Or what do you need help with? And they go, I don't know. I just need help. I don't know. So not understanding and defining what anything means to you, you can't actually take action. You can't do anything because you don't know that first step. So getting help, getting support, you have to be able to understand what does getting help mean to you? How can you define that? What area of your business do you need help with? Is it marketing? Is it business ownership? Is it finance? Is it mindset? And then going from there it's easier to understand what first step it is to take when you're like, oh, okay, I know I need help with marketing. I'm going to research marketers. I'm going to put it out on my stories that I need help with marketing. But if you were to say, I need help, that's a waste of time. You're going to have trolls. (laughs) When you said that, I was like, "Uh, don't we all, honey? (laughs) We We all need help, love. We really do. I think we hear this also a lot when people will message us and we'll say, you are first on my list when I get a coach. You, I'm coming for you. That's it. I'm going to do it. 
but there's always a when to that thing. Mm -hmm. If you've said this to yourself, whether if that's us or if that's not us, we don't mind, care. The fact that you said, I know that I need something or I know that I need help with this thing. And a coach is somebody that I have identified as being something I either desire or want or need. But there's a thing that's causing you to wait. So it's either I'm not ready. I don't have the money. I need to just get this thing squared away and sorted out first. They're not only excuses that we put in front of ourselves. And I'm not saying I profess to know what everybody's financial situation is. But I think what we do is we wait until we say something is ready to do this next thing when there's never going to be that time. What we often say to people is if they say I'm not ready for a coach or I'm not ready just yet, then I identify when that time is. That could be a date. That could be a feeling. But you have to actually look at what that means to you. We used to talk about time and people say I need more time then identify for me how much time you need that's mm. going to help you. How much time do you need in a day for you to feel like you can start that project? Yeah. How much time, at what point in your business do you feel like you'll be ready to have a coach? If you're saying to yourself, I need to be either in absolute dire straits to get a coach or have a really massive problem or be a year old in business or be five years old in business, I would implore you to challenge that thought in your head because somebody's told you that. Somebody's told you or you've seen somewhere, I shouldn't need a coach. Mm -hmm. Only people in business who've got a million billion dollars have coaches or I have to have been in business for six months or a year. We've worked with people who've literally just set up businesses or have been in the field for a long time and they've said, I should have done this years ago. Mm -hmm. I say that to myself all the time. I should have got a coach years before I did. Because mm -hmm. it would have saved me so much fucking time and effort that mm -hmm. I didn't need to do. And I don't mean even mean better off, but be in a completely different stage. Within the first five minutes of meeting a coach, it was like, well, what about this? And what about that? And what about this? That I hadn't even thought of. I challenge you to ask yourself why you're not getting help, whatever that help is for you when mm -hmm. you've identified it. Yeah. And another good example of this is someone says, well, when I get three more clients... I can hire you. Or when I'm making 5K a month, I'm going to come back. Those are too vague. Too, too vague. The reason why is you could take four years to get three clients. It could take five years to make $5,000 a month. But a coach is going to fast track that because we weed through the bullshit and the things that don't need to be done and put you on a track of doing the right work that's defined by you and associated with a higher purpose and intention. And I see this all the time in our DMs when I get this. So what I also want to implore you to do is, well, when I start making $10,000 a month, I can hire a coach. I want you to put a time and a due date to any single excuse you give yourself to not do something that's going to help you get where you actually want to be. Same thing with like a personal trainer. Well, I'm going to lose like five kilos first, five pounds before I hire a personal trainer. And then I'll get a personal <laughs> trainer. And it's like, do you know how absurd that fucking sounds? But we think that. <laughs> we think that. And it's the same with getting support in your business. You aren't going to do it alone because if you did, you would have done it already. If you are going to say something where I will hire you, but I have to do this first, what is it? And when is it going to get done? Give me a due date. If you're going to make 
$5,000 a month. When are you going to do that? Do you know how to do that? A coach can help show you how. I want to see a flood of DMs. (laughs) I want people telling us when they're going to go out and hire a coach, whether that's us or the one that you've seen or the program that you want to do or the virtual assistant that you want to hire. I want you to tell us. I want you to write down the date of that thing happening and actually go and work towards it. Because if you don't give yourself due dates, it's just this vague milestone that you want to hit, but you have no way of knowing how to get there. And then you just put it to the side and do the same stuff. And again, starting from fucked because you aren't allowing yourself to say, hey, I actually don't know how to get there. I don't know the process or I don't know the strategy. And I'm going to raise my hand and say, I need help. There you go. Yeah, this is also for any parents out there who are not accepting offers of help from other people. Mm. I'm actually very good at asking people going, can I take your kid? I'm like, yeah, before they've even finished. Can I take (laughs) her for dinner? Yeah, you can take her. I don't care. Take her. (laughs) Asking for help or getting help around the juggle of parenting. If people ask you, can I help you with this thing? Or can I take your kid for this thing? Or can you have mine? Honestly, it is the best thing I ever did was actually allocating money aside for things like babysitters saying this month I really need to do this this and this and I need to go out there and actively look for somebody to help me to look after the juggle of that it's honestly it's life-changing when you start to invest in those relationships around the juggle because we were not meant to do all this stuff on our own yeah we really weren't yeah a lot of things can feel out of control around this time of year. I don't want this to be an episode where we're like, don't start anything ever. (laughs) Don't do anything. You need to have a conversation with yourself and you need to have this self-awareness of, am I in a position that's going to make me suffer for a really long time? Or do I need to have a little bit more money in the bank? Do I need to take on a part-time job so that I can fully be available to do my work for my business without continuously worrying about my bills being paid. If I want to start an online course or something new in my business, having the self-awareness to ask yourself, can I physically, mentally, emotionally put the effort that needs to be in it, in it? If you aren't willing to be honest with yourself. That's where we just go into that employee mindset of doing the tasks, getting work done, ticking things off the to-do list. And that's not how you run a business or own a business by ticking things off a to-do list. You have to look at it from a bird's eye view of where am I taking my business? What's my vision and mission? And what do I want to achieve? Not, oh, I'm going to do more social posts and I'm going to create an online course that I haven't validated yet. And I'm going to do all these things when in reality, you haven't checked in with yourself at all to see, can I, am I capable of doing this right yeah. now? Yeah. And it's Which okay maybe to say no. we should have done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking from experience, but also it's okay to say no. So if you get to that point of self-awareness where you're asking yourself, do I have the money to go out on my own full time? Or do I have the time and effort and money to buy the necessary tools I need to create an online course or whatever you want, a digital product? It's okay if you say no, but you need to define 
from that moment what it is you need in order to make it happen. And then you need to do that. Again, giving yourself due dates of when that stuff is going to happen so that you can have a new course, digital product, money in the bank, new clients, new hires, whatever you want to do in your business, but you have to define it and be okay at that point when you want to start. If your body and your mind saying, I can't right now. Yep. I love that. This episode is a really good opportunity for people to start to ask themselves all the things that I'm seeing out there about the ways that I should be doing business. Are they the fit the ways that work for me? And I think we're slowly starting to change that rhetoric around how businesses should look and, and how we should function and getting really in tune with the fact that we're humans, we're important, our bodies are important, our brains are important, and our health is number one. We don't want to see more and more of these bodies, these zombies dragging <laughs> themselves down the road. I must do some more email marketing before the end of the year, but I'm so exhausted. That's not the way that we want to see businesses being run and built. Absolutely. So we hope that you took something away that can help you look or start to look at where you currently are or where you're currently starting from and then some steps for where you can start to take maybe a new direction or a new way of doing things in your business. Just be nice to yourself. End of yeah, the year. Baby. We're not in coasting mode yet, but I think all of our brains have, at least a quarter of it has started to shut down. I see it everywhere. So be gentle, be kind to yourself. And know that this time of year, well, unless you're like in events and catering and shit, Godspeed <laughs> for you, Godspeed. But for most of us, it's like shut down. I have so many friends in the event space, uh, but thinking of you. Thinking of you all. <laughs> yes. Epic episode. Thank you as always for mm -hmm. listening and don't hesitate to actually contact us. I think that's a big one. We want to have conversations outside of our podcast. So feel yeah, free so to message us. Sparked any thoughts for you or you were like, yes, oh my God, that's me. Or yes, I know somebody else. Let us know because we, we love to hear that stuff. We'll see you next episode. See you next time. We currently have spots for our two-on-one private coaching. If you're wanting to explore, examine and expand your business, then investing in yourself might be the first step. Come and find us on Instagram at JJ Excellent Adventure and flick us a friendly DM to start your journey with us.